What's up, beautiful people? It's your host, Brittany Ball of the Be Chic Podcast. I help women find clarity and direction in their money, careers, personal growth, and side hustles. Today is a continuation of the Literacy Month podcast series for April 2021. Before you skip over this series, I dare you to take a listen first. We are on episode four since I started a bit early in this series, and we discuss practical and hopefully fun ways to challenge your money mindset in a positive way. So here's the quick rundown. In episode one, we introduced the series with a few nuggets of advice. Episode two was all about creating a budget. And no, simply paying your bills on time and spending the rest is not a budget. In last week's drop, focused on best practices for spending, saving, borrowing, and investing your money. So to get all the details on those episodes, go back and take a listen. If you are listening on the SoundCloud, you can listen to just the playlist for this series on my page. So today, we're diving headfirst into money mismanagement. If you're someone who knows that you could and should be doing better with your coins, Turn this episode up and take your notebooks out. I can feel the golden nuggets will be flowing today, so you don't want to miss them when they drop. I will be rambling about different habits and random actions I see that you should be avoiding and making sure you're not guilty of them too. But don't worry, I will also be sharing some habits of things that you should be doing to make the best decisions with your money. So let's get to it. So what is money mismanagement? Mismanagement of your money is when you repeatedly make bad decisions with your money that causes you to be in a poor financial situation, such as overdrawn on your accounts, late on bill payments, having little to no savings, and no plan for your financial future. Now, to fall into this category, you don't have to be deficient in all of these areas. It may just be one. And then you'll see that you mismanage your financial priorities that affect just that area. So how do we tackle these so that we're not dropping the ball in any of these areas? First, let's dig into crazy spending because it closely links to how we view our money. Someone who freely spends their money with no regard doesn't have the best relationship with money. They are either totally loaded, having put in no effort in acquiring the money, or poor middle class, but lack the discipline to make their money work for them instead of the other way around. I understand it's a spectrum and anyone who struggles with spending may fall somewhere in between. However, knowing the signs and how to dig out of that situation is key. Finding financial health with spending is first getting to a place of discipline. It's as simple as knowing what is essential versus what is not. And what do you have funds for versus what you don't? Over time, these decisions can be hard to make or require lots of mental capacity. What I do to combat this is come up with a strategy or rules to quickly decide if something is worth buying or not. When it comes to spending, you always want to make an effort. It should be intentional. But the quicker the decision can be made, the better. You have to get to a place where swiping the card or whipping out cash isn't second nature. It should be a contemplative process. 
And this isn't just good for your bank account, but also your willpower. Have you heard of the concept of exercise doing more for your mental than physical state? I've experienced it many times myself. When I'm dedicated to a specific workout routine and schedule, I find that I have more energy, mental clarity, and discipline to make tough decisions. I may be getting the same amount of rest and eating the same foods, but with exercise, I get that boost in other areas of my life. The same can be said for your finances. With a consistent routine of budgeting and strategy, it will be easier to resist frivolous spending and making poor money decisions. You'll soon notice that you enjoy passing on money wasters and watching your savings or investments grow. Right now, are you putting intention behind your spending? Do you treat it like a well-planned workout session or an impromptu McDonald's run? Strive for the former. The only bad part about making a conscious decision to make healthy financial decisions is that willpower is a finite resource. I say that because we only have so much willpower each day. And as your hard money decisions start to pile up, you'll make worse decisions and then end up hating your money situation, how you got there, and then hating money in general. This is a concept that is supported by behavioral psychology, and that's why productivity experts encourage people to tackle their hardest tasks at the beginning of the day or only focus on three to six important things per day. Our minds decrease in willpower to tackle the hard things as the day goes on. It's also the reason why we find ourselves doing daily things such as showering, brushing our teeth, and even driving to work when we were going to the office still on autopilot. This is conserving your brain power for more intense decision making. Your money has to be put on a routine, on autopilot, just like your daily mundane tasks. This is the best way to maintain a positive outlook on your money and make good money decisions all day, all week, all pay period long. Now, I hinted at it earlier and I hope you didn't roll your eyes at me. It's important to leverage an easy to follow budget to make these automations work. And no, I'm not talking about auto pay for your subscription services like Netflix or your utility bills. I'm referring to budgetary rules you set for yourself to make sure you're not going overboard with your spending. For example, I have a set clothing budget each quarter. I can choose to set that money aside and spend it each check or each month, or I can wait until the new season rolls around to shop my complete capsule wardrobe at once. I normally go for the latter, but the key is that I chose an option. This way, I'm not purchasing the first thing I see on an Instagram ad. They target me so well, and I'm often falling for the trap. However, my budget or spending strategies save me from wasting my money. Just as quickly as I'm interested, I remind myself that there's no money in the clothing budget. I can't do anything about spending money I don't have, you know? The best part about this is that I know whether I really want something after having time to think about it. I also feel good about my decisions and a relationship with money when I see my savings growing at a steady rate with 
little effort. It makes those quarterly shops all the more rewarding. I also learned from other financial experts and took on this philosophy for myself that daily or weekly indulgences are not to blame for poor money management. As long as my used-to-be daily Starbucks pit stop is in the budget and I'm still meeting my savings and investing goals, it is not a guilty pleasure. It is an enjoyable inclusion of my budget. This thought process helps you view money as simply a tool to enjoy life on your terms. I enjoy my coffee in the present while also enjoying saving funds for a rainy day to lessen the stress when that time comes. A healthy balance with both sides makes a world of a difference in your mindset. So as I said before, the budget is your friend. It literally saves you from yourself and it has done that for me multiple times. Be sure to make it as tailored to your situation as possible and you will be successful. This will ensure a healthy relationship with money and ultimately with your future self that may need to rely on funds you set aside for an emergency. To give a bit more perspective on the budget, I'll give another example. I understand that this may sound extreme, but these budget categories keep me in line when I'm ready to waste a ton of money on entertainment or online shopping. My bi-weekly transportation budget consists of smaller categories that include my car note, insurance, maintenance, gas, and tolls. I know, this seems like overkill to have these all separated, especially when some of these aren't necessarily items that I have to worry about each paycheck. But my budgeting has saved me when I had random car maintenance needs, when I thought I only had to worry about an oil change, or when I spontaneously purchased a new car, but flawlessly worked out the new budget while at the dealership because I factor these numbers separately. This near brainless activity isn't because I love budgeting, but because I had a system that I routinely follow. Listen, this takes the anxiety and stress out of money management. I remember in my later college days when I was in the thick of things with my credit card debt, but also not making enough money because I was a full-time student. I would look at my paycheck and instantly feel anxiety because I only had $20 to my name after paying bills. I couldn't play around with stocks, take extended spring break trips, or start investing early because of my poor money decisions. Now I relish in the fact that I can buy something I truly want and won't regret because I've put savings for it on autopilot. It's freedom within discipline, and I truly love it here. Living life on the financial edge is not where it's at. So, I'll get off my soapbox, but I want to reiterate the main point of this entire episode. Finding ways to automate your budgeting, freeing up your money decision-making, and still living your best life is a part of an abundance money mindset. I believe this mindset is living in a place of contentment because you've made the best, well-informed decision you knew how to make with your money. It's not having anxiety every time you have to pay your bills or check your account. It's having faith that you will be fine if you lost your job, got into a major car accident, incurred home repairs, 
or a huge medical bill. And believe me, there's always still room for growth. I'm not saying that right now I could fully cover all of these things without making additional concessions. However, I do have it in my willpower to move things around, make some temporary changes, and still enjoy life while I navigate that lean season. When you're in an abundant mindset, you know the difference between an abundant season and a lean season. You always live with the faith that an abundant season will never end, but also with the actions of navigating a lean season that will never end, all while still having a smile on your face and gratitude for what you have. I tend to slip into church speak, so let me give a practical example of this. For the first few years post-college, I lived on a salary that was frankly too low for my experience and education level. Somehow, I still paid my credit card bills on time, enjoyed my time out with friends, and met all my obligations. Mind you, I was saving up for a wedding at this time as well. Yes, money was tight, but I strive to always be responsible. Now that I'm in a more abundant space salary-wise, I try to spend within my means and save rigorously because I never know when things will change. Hello, coronavirus, somebody. Both times, I was working towards a positive money mindset, but simply within different money ranges. That is the goal of this month's financial literacy series, to get you to a place of abundance in how you view your money. You may be there already, but just looking for more efficient ways to handle your money. I encourage you to visit bcq.org shop and purchase my simple budgeting workbook. Or maybe you need a full overhaul of your habits and mindset. I encourage you to book a free one-on-one consultation with me to discuss my coaching program. And the last person, you may want to start from scratch in building your own sustainable budget system. I also encourage you to check out my basic budgeting skills ebook or online course to jumpstart your progress from my website. Just go to the shop. Any of these options are easily attainable, understandable, and workable at whatever level you're at with budgeting. So let's make progress together this month and work towards our best money mindset so that we can build to the next level of financial stability and wealth for our futures. So that's it, y'all. I hope you took the notes I warned you about because I'm a one-take pod host. This fire won't come at you again quite like that. But we do have more coming up your way next week as we continue this series on money mindset during Financial Literacy Month. So come back next week for a new episode of the Be Chic Podcast. I look forward to you joining me and giving feedback on this episode. If this one hit home, or helped you, screenshot it and post it to social. You can even tag me if your post finds its way to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the B Sheet. So we'll talk again next time. But until then, save, like, and share this episode and subscribe to the show for alerts on upcoming heat I'm bringing to these streets. Keep it easy, y'all. We'll talk again next time.